Andreas. Andreas. It is November 2021. Mario and I are sitting in our apartment on a cold New York night. Once again, we are reflecting on our journey together, this time focusing on our work as theater artists. I think it was really important that we met in a project, in a creative project. From the very beginning, it kind of set the circumstances for our life together in a way, or for our relationship, that it was going to be loving, it was going to be creative, it was going to be exploring together, discovering things together. And we were, from the very beginning, in New York City, from two other countries, you, Germany, I, Mexico, and that whole combination... I think kind of magically happened instantaneously. It kind of set the path for how we were going to develop as a couple. Yeah, I, I remember that the conditions of our lives were different. When I came here, I was not so unhappy that I couldn't direct immediately because I was very tired of the directing structures in Germany and I felt I was in a kind of a crisis as a director because I really didn't like to work like that anymore and you were an actor coming here two years before and a playwright and you really were full of ambition and drive. Right, I didn't have a path as a professional artist that I had established before so I was really in a discovery mode all along since I got here and it was so like a big adventure for me. I was very ambitious. I still am quite ambitious with a different perspective now. But it was all in the spirit of discovery, freedom, adventure, being in the moment. Like, yeah, a kind of, in a way, philosophical perspective about life and living and working. When I came to New York, I was 40 years old. Not long before, I had directed a show at a small theater in Cologne, where I was the resident director. The playwright who wrote it was based in the US, and normally he directed his own plays. He went all the way to Germany to see the production with his scenic designer. They loved my directing work and invited me to visit them in New York. I didn't know back then that most New Yorkers like saying that without really meaning it. To me, it seemed they did. So I took their offer and came. That was in January of 2004, in the middle of a brutal winter. I remember standing on the Brooklyn Bridge as an icebreaker below cleared a path for other ships through the frozen waters of the East River. I was the only fool out there watching this. A second trip followed a few months later, when I met Mario in warmer weather, and a new chapter of my life began. In hindsight, I believe I was at a dead end in my career in Germany. 
For years I had been employed by a big theater, but finally left tired of the routine and restrictions. I had just relocated in Cologne to be part of a new team, working with friends in a much more inviting environment. There was more freedom to create, more collaboration, and the style was a lot more cutting edge. But their theater only had money for one production per season, and I couldn't find new opportunities elsewhere. And I wanted to find love, so I guess I was ready for a big change. We fell in love, and we wanted to build a life together. But building a life together also has to do with work, our life activity, our survival, what we want to do, and negotiating that. For example, some couples, they both have full-time jobs. It doesn't even matter what industry, like what could be a banker, they want a doctor, or something like this, or whatever, the configuration, and then they come home, and then they share the space, and that's it, right? I mean, they, yes. th those are the, that's the time they share, or maybe they go on vacation, or the weekends, yeah, or whatever. vacation. <laughs> <laughs> But so no matter, two persons creating a bond in a life together, work inevitably becomes part of the equation. In our case, we're both artists. I think that is so crucial, really. We're both theater artists, not only, but in, in a big way. And I think our work became kind of our child as a couple, because I really fell in love with your plays and your themes, and you really liked how I direct. So it was also like closing in on each other and finding out that we can collaborate and we love to collaborate. Mm -hmm. It was interesting because, of course, I immediately sensed that you were someone that it was fun and creative to collaborate with because you were directing me in a play. I don't know how you felt about me as an actor, but because we came together and we were like, in a way, falling in love, we then began to open up to discover, okay, what is it that we do in our lives? He's the director, I'm also a playwright, and we began to share these aspects of our lives, the people you knew, the work I did, the people I knew. And it was like a process of discovery going, yeah, I like this. This is cool. Yeah, it's kind of my groove too, or I don't know, something <laughs> like this. I yeah. mean, it was very organic and unconscious. We Germans are very proud of our theater tradition. Many directors sneer at the naturalistic approach of British and US theater. They consider it too literal, too plain, too emotional and aesthetically not bold enough. But when I came here, I was blown away by the quality of playwriting. For example, the works of August Wilson, whom nobody seems to know in Germany, belong to the repertoire of American theater classics. He wrote a series of 13 plays about the African-American experience, and the ones I saw or read touched me in a profound way. They are gutsy and full of humor, with sharp storylines and rich characters, all things I missed in German plays often. I also found Tarell McCraney's plays fantastic. His brother-sister trilogy is an example of great storytelling. He mixes American family and coming out stories with old Joruba legends. I never would have called myself an artist in Germany. 
Artists were people whose works are shown at museums. I thought of myself more as a skillful handyman who was given a script and brought it to life. But suddenly I started calling myself a theater artist. And I guess that is more accurate because it is the director's artistic perspective you will see on stage. Paradoxically, I felt directors here are much less free to express their point of view because they see themselves as being in service of the play. I often missed seeing a strong directorial take on a specific story, but it is very important to not lose the heart of the play in the writing. You invited me to the playwrights unit you were part of, right. and although I was not a playwright, I was allowed to be there as a director and to give my point of view. And I always miss that so much in Germany, to be in contact with the playwright be part of, understand mm -hmm. the process of writing, dialogue. Mm -hmm. And I really, really enjoyed that so much. Until now, where we have our own playwrights lab in the same tradition of giving feedback, of listening to each other, of considering each other's scripts. And that is very collaborative. You just mentioned something that has been so important in our journey as collaborating artists. An openness. That really is what has defined our work. We encourage it. We love it. We organize our project around it. We enjoy working with people and therefore attract people who also love this. Kind of an openness away from rigidity, away from structures, from rules, away from restrictions. And maybe that is kind of like the center of it. I mean, there's a lot of freedom in it. It's like an open space, like we said, the space of love. Mm -hmm. It's similar, you know, it's an open space. Yes, like the space of a rehearsal. One of the things I feel really good about is the notion of theater as a space for collaboration. When people in New York hear that I'm a German theater director with an acting background, they assume I'm familiar with experimental and physical theater. I am. I like it and that is my contribution. But German theater is still organized very hierarchically and the role of the director gets magnified. It's all about the director's vision. I like the vision aspect because it pushes you to draw a strong connection between the material and your own inspiration. But I have often struggled with the underlying demand to control the creative process and the attitude of actors who want to see the director as a strict father figure, when in fact they are frustrated that their own voice is not being heard. Conflicts are unavoidable. Collaboration means being open to the different roles everybody plays in an ensemble. It means seeing the rehearsal as a safe space where we all can bring our vision and intelligence together to tell a story. Stories, to be more precise, because everybody brings their own story to the table to enrich the play's plot. I am never more grateful as a director than when the actors feel they can trust and dive deeply and give it their all. It's kind of like the project that you are taking part in tells you what it needs to be realized and then you go along with that. You're attuned, you don't impose an agenda, 
you don't restrict it, you nurture it. You also need really skillful artists. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a skill, you know, to be open and to be mm -hmm. really deep at the same time. And because we love that, we also want to see that. Mm -hmm. We want to see this mm -hmm. passion for depth. Mm -hmm. And I think that is sometimes or was sometimes our guiding light. I think that's true of all our endeavors because I'm also a writer. You're also a journalist. I'm also a teacher. I do spiritual work. You yes. have other interests. We do workshops. I mean, in all of it, there's this openness and love for substance and depth for the truth i would say mm. that is the root it just is running parallel to how you and i bond with each other there's a lot of love in it and freedom the reality of having to survive is not so much a burden than an opportunity for example me coming really into cultural journalism opened a whole world of access to modern art or to conceptual thinking that enriched also my ideas about theater it really broadens the horizon it's a tiny little motivation or necessity that everyone has to abide by but it's what you do with it because that's what makes the difference There is something in us that makes us really curious about what is the underlying truth here. I really think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's an openness to discover a deeper truth. Yes. And that's what drives our work. And the survival concerns are resolved kind of organically or... Effortless. Nearly effortlessly. It's a starting point, but when you let it go, it reveals much more things. Which is a very different motivation or even spontaneous movement than, I would say, in the majority of people's lives. Because what motivates people, most people, is just security or money or the assurance that you're going to have your survival guaranteed. To me, that's like the opposite of this. I mean, as freelancers anyway, this is not our priority. Right. Pension fund is not our priority. <laughs> I think we are also very good in allowing, not knowing, allowing uncertainties as part of the process. Because if you don't allow that, it creates so much anxiety mm -hmm. that you can just stop there already. Mm -hmm. But I think we both are able to kind of embrace it. There's nothing certain or definite in it. As a matter of fact, you often have to shift course quickly and you have to kind of be attuned to make a quick decision. So you facilitate the realization of your project or whatever you're doing instead of blocking it. You just have to have enough perseverance to keep it going. I think a basic love for what you're doing. If an idea comes to you and it grabs you in a way and it comes out of a mysterious space too. Maybe it's related to your history or not or who knows, but it comes to you and you go, oh, yeah, then you make a commitment to fulfill it. You persevere. You have to fight some demons sometimes and you have to be clear what the demons are because otherwise they take over. I mean, that happens to so many people, so many artists. You have to identify the demons and get them out of the way. You don't have to confront them. You just have to go, get out. <laughs> get out. Shut up. Out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. Not ever because they're just there to maybe challenge you to, to keep going openness again it's really openness because otherwise you you close the door
It is wonderful that love and work came together for me in our relationship. With Mario, I have produced, directed and also acted in several projects. I have always felt we were exploring something new, exciting, something we hadn't explored before. Allowing this openness and curiosity between us to change me, to change my ideas about how things should be, how productions have to be done, how staging needs to work, has been a gift. Today I am mostly interested in having an open space, where not knowing becomes a creative principle. I am applying this principle in both my directing and my journalistic work. It not only expands my sense of myself professionally as an artist, it also clarifies the meaning of theater and culture in my life. And it strengthens my faith in the transformative power of connection. The music credits for this episode go to Les FM and Alex Savesa, generously published on Pixabay. <laughs>